Welcome back to the Gold Advantage, your number one destination for all news related to NA League of Legends being better than EU League of Legends. I'm Scoot. Fake news. I'm back. I'm back with Nikita and Chris. Um, how are we doing today, guys? I, I'm feeling great. I love Worlds. It's interesting. After, it's after losing time. so much money last week, I didn't come to this podcast to be a tag Scoot, all right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm just... I'm so excited to be watching Worlds, and then I'm so heartbroken to be losing so much money that it's really put a damper on my desire to continue to even like bet to really watch. It's 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 been a tough week for your boy. No, it's good. Big I'm, money, I'm I'm in big, that healthy. Big money is okay. I lost money, and that just means my luck's about to turn, and I'm about to make a lot more. Right? That's how it works. Yeah, big money blues went big money on the wrong way, so it hurts. I mean, stocks always go up, right? This is essentially what we're doing. Uh, so our strategy, the underdog strategy <laughs> across the board. Which works we so were, well in Europe. Yeah, we were, we were hammering that. I didn't that, realize Worlds was in China, and uh, so it hasn't been working so well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also I the, gap, the gap in quality, though, between China and Korea – and then Europe in NA. I don't, I don't know if you want hey, to like, Let's two. not group. Yeah, I don't know if I should group like Europe with NA. Uh, the gap between yeah. China, Korea. Yes. Then Europe. NA. And then, then NA at the bottom. A thousand feet of dog shit. And then Look, Europe. You guys have, done, <laughs> you guys have three wins. No, nah, I'm just messing around. I All right. Four, I, I mean, we've got wins. like you have four wins, I think, potentially. Now, we've, we've got one decent team. It's liquid. They're in a position to maybe make it out of groups we'll see what happens there it's, it really comes down to the results of the matches that are happening as we're talking right now no, 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 they won't well sure uh no, they won't thank you sooning will beat them my problem is i mean right now they sooning needs to no they already beat sooning let's be clear sooning needs to be g2 for them to move on and g2 i'm pretty sure is already through based on their record so i yeah, don't think G2's it's really a what i'm saying is sooning is going to beat g2 and liquid is going to lose to machi i don't think liquid's going to lose to machi yeah we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll see i mean if you're not really having breaker, faith if there is a tie there's no problem look you see machi is so, doing so well we're recording actually while the match is live machi is doing so well that they decided to handicap themselves by about ten thousand, nine thousand gold and seven kills uh but they're gonna win tax sure does that, tax does that and kills and it's does okay. that matter does okay. gold and kills matter in league of legends no there's <laughs> no gold advantage what are you talking about what about the nexus what a, yeah, well, you have one, but sometimes you need to break it down to remodel, you know, like that sort of thing. Like a house. <laughs> Remodeling house. the base. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a long-term play. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, no, but I think, I think before, you know, before we jump in, yeah. look, before we jump in, serious question, because I, I am a bit flummoxed by our lack of success last week. The week before, when we're in the play-in stage, we have freaking LGD losing to nobodies, people that they are, have no business losing to, right? We got freaking PSG killing them. R7 beat them. Um, Unicorns of Love beat them. Now that we're into the groups, they're performing, you know, two and one, a lot of success there, beating the likes of Fnatic, the likes of, well, TSM, anyone can beat apparently. But <laughs> in a serious question, right? Like, why... 
in the best of ones, which we have seen so much um, lack of continuity, you know, so much uh, volatility around, how is there really very little volatility when it comes to these groups? I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Because I think, I think my bank account really was there, my, but... my bank account was really, yeah, really I mean, hinged on volatility <laughs> massively. And but the thing is, is Scoot said it. You know, like Korean Chinese teams, we expected them to be really good, but we were hoping for some volatility, and normally there is. Um, I just think that the teams were way more prepared. I'd also say that I think LGD is an abnormal, abnormally kind of strong play in contender um, with maybe Team Liquid. Uh, because when you're looking at PSG and Unicorns of Love, they haven't gotten a single win. Um, so they're sitting at the bottom there. Team Liquid actually is overperforming, I think. I, I, we didn't know. We kind of talked about it, like how they could perform at a higher level, but they might not. And they seem to be performing better. Uh, so Or not, not better, I guess they're performing where they can be. And LGD was always a team that is strong. So... You know, and I don't think Group C is the toughest. I think all of the teams in Group C, uh, barring Free SM, are are of a comparable level. So, it's, and that's kind of what's happened is that they've all taken matches off each other. Yeah, it's it's no doubt an interesting group to watch. I think you're right in saying that LGD is like an abnormally good play-in contender, and they they looked the part. But it's also like we. We watched them just flounder around for however many days and mm. play-ins, and then it's just like, okay, let's go. Like now we have to win two best of best of threes or best of fives or whatever. And they just need to warm up. Yeah, I mean, like, literally, that's that's how they were using the play-ins is just to warm up, and then they're facing like some top, some more top-tier teams. I don't know about top, like cream of the crop, but we're playing your fanatics, your Gen Gs, like. At that point, you got to go, and they've done it to an extent and in best of ones as well. I mean, I watched the Fnatic game uh, pretty closely, and from the looks of it, like, Fnatic was never in the game. It was it was all um, it was all LGD early, controlled Dragons throughout the game, let Fnatic have a couple just to give themselves space, and then absolutely punished on the third. And it was just, like, it was clinical. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I just I just think it goes back down to like we've talked about so many times. You know, like the top tier teams are performing as well as we expected. We all were saying, you know, it's it's China with Korea right behind. Um and I just think that they, they came out more prepared and ready to play against some of the other teams. So I'm not it's kind of like it's a shame. I really, I thought I was hoping that maybe they'd experiment or something like that and it'd give us a little bit of an opportunity. Uh, it just hasn't worked out this year. It was it was painful, though, on the bank account, without a doubt. The other question there is, is it actually China with Korea right behind or is it a single Korean team Your with all of China called, right behind them? Your boy fucking called it. Yeah, here we go. I started something I shouldn't have. Damn Wan. 3-0, arguably looking like the most dominant team in the group stage. I mean, it's all really going to be overlooking top esports. 3-0. That is also true. I, I think statistically, though, um, we're looking at Damwon playing better games, but also we could argue that they aren't playing. Well, I mean, I guess in the bottom half of the group, you have 
Rogue and PSG, who are trash. I mean, Rogue comes out and they outkill PSG 16-0 to zero right off the rip and apparently forget how to play the game afterwards. Uh, PSG never stood a chance. Just, you know, fucked up everybody's predictions for the for the play-in stage, but that's all they did. And then they came to groups and it was like, hey, we're not going to play. We're just free win. Um, to, to be fair, I don't know if I'd say Rogue forgot how to play. They were up against JD and Damwon after beating PSG. Yeah, I, I, they're also yeah. young guys. This is their first time in world. It's a you know a few years ago they were like the lowest ranked team. This is they've done the org has done such a great job of kind of uh, pulling things together, working and and nurturing this team and and building it up. Um, and I I think this is uh, we're only going to see them get better over the next couple of years. This is their first world. It's a tough group. It's a tough stage, and they'll they'll learn how to get get from it. I mean, the reality, I think the difference between Top and, and Dam one comes down to who do you think is better, DRX or JD Gaming? I, I think it's JD, um, to be fair. But that, well, that's right. just me. Why don't we go back? We can do the recap, you know, as we want to do. I, I was just curious about the whole volatility thing. Like, where, where the fuck is my volatility? Um, this is this is turning in just more of a uh, recap. So, um Nikki, do you want to... Uh... I mean, the recap is that every good team beat every bad team and we made no <laughs> money. So that's your fucking recap right there. Every team that should have been an upset or a closer match, like any of them, nope. FlyQuest beating top, not not happening. UL versus DRX, hey, guess what? They didn't fucking win. PSG versus Rogue, no, they didn't win. Our winners of the week were Matchy versus Team Liquid. They won. LGD versus Fnatic, LGD won. And then uh, you have TL versus G2. Somehow Team Liquid pulls out the win. And then Fnatic versus Genji, Fnatic won. All right, those are your four wins. That's great. Everything else is just fucking red. The favorites won. I don't know. Maybe you did some huge, on Saturday, I don't know what, like a six-way favorite win parlay for the first six matches, and you just made absolute fucking bank. Uh, but that wasn't us, so... That's your recap. World's group one. That's it. We're done. Okay. Yeah. Now we're coming into week two. And we're focusing on new opportunities. We're going through each group. G2 sitting in top spot in group A. Sooning in uh, number two. Team Liquid in three. Matching in fourth. Uh, as we said, you know, we're G2 is, is basically out. Sooning and Team Liquid are now battling for that final spot. Uh, going over green, group B. Damn one, as you called it. Number one in the group, JD Gaming second, Rogue third, PSG is so, in bottom so wait, place. Yeah, so I guess let's just go through each group, right? So yeah, do you think Rogue has any chance of fighting back tomorrow and getting the necessary kind of two wins that they're going to probably need in order to tie or beat out JD? Because Damwon's looking strong. Damwon's looking so strong. So I mean, Dan, like, so we agree. Dan one's out. Like, Dan well, they, they get a win and not, they're out. Like, they don't, they don't have much to do here in the way of like, and their first match is against PSG. So yeah, Nikki, so they're they're out. Nikki, Let's, Nikki, for we don't want to confuse our listeners. When you say that they're out, they're not going to be out. They're yeah, they're moving advance. Yeah, they're, they're going to advance. So, so not out of groups. Like they're so they're so dominant. They've secured the first spot, or at the very least, if something crazy happens, they they'll be in second. So yes, sorry, they're not out. You're right. Um, I don't, Rogue, Rogue has to, 
I just don't see Rogue beating JD Gaming. That's what it comes down to. You know, Be- everyone has to play everyone in this situation. And I just think having that extra win, because we have uh, Rogue versus JD Gaming, then we have Rogue versus Dam1. I don't think Rogue is going to beat Dam1, so that's a loss. Then you, if they win against PSG, which I'll give it to them, fine, they win that. That's one win. The problem is that JD Gaming has the same thing. So, so long as JD Gaming beats PSG, they've won. Um, and, and the only way is if Rogue beats JD Gaming, and I just don't see that happening. The thing also is that... It's possible. Yeah, it's possible, but if, if JD bundles it completely, they end up... It's going to ha- it's gonna come down to this damn one game at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Damn one's already through. Who knows how they play that? But, um, I mean, I guess for position, they're going to try, and, like, they're going to try to smoke whoever they play, whoever anybody puts in front of them. Why wouldn't you? It's Worlds, and there's a lot of money on the line, and there's a lot of glory on the line as well. My thing for pretty much every group is I'm not going to say hammer the favorites. I don't think that's a good move, um, especially now because your lines are going to be worse and you'll get overexposed to a certain extent. Uh, let's take a look at rates, though. I mean, especially in this group, like you have Damwon, just first Baron, first Tower, Herald Control, first Dragon, Dragon Control rate. All of those are at 100 except Dragon Control, which is at 85%. It's like, if you want more value out of the game, I mean, look at your rates, try to find those, and then also try to parlay them on the back of each other. If you can find other good percentages, such as, like, first tower for G2 at 80%, which is, like, pretty good. Also, small sample size, so, like, fair warning there. But still, out of week one, the fact that Damwon has 100% first blood, first tower, and, like, it says says what it should say. It's it's monstrous, and when I was looking at the odds, you're getting one five nine, uh, and one three six and one four six for damn one on those different ones. So one five nine for first blood, one three six for first tower, and one four six for first dragon. Like you said, you yeah. parlay that uh, against PSG and Rogue, you're fine. That's uh, or, that's a pretty good. Or that's gonna give you just, some pretty good odds. At those percentages, just take them straight up. Just hammer it because you know that they're gonna fucking win. Yeah. Um, I think so. Here's here's a question for you. I'm looking at the odds. Is there any way on this green earth that PSG wins any one of their matches, even if it's against Rogue? Because let me just the odds right now. PSG against Rogue is two point four six. Not great, but decent. PSG versus JD. Do we see a potential upset? Because that's five point one. And then. PSG versus Damwon, I mean, that's just not going to happen, but it's 6.2. For me, this like this isn't really just, okay, we're playing matches and we're kind of like talking about it and betting on it. There's like way too much on the line for them to lose to a team like PSG, especially JD, like of all teams. It's just like you're playing for Worlds now. It's so serious. And like while we did expect LGD to perform better in the play-ins and then they kind of like flipped the switch and just, turned it on that's when it mattered like and and now it matters for not only position but your chance to really win worlds and jd is one of those teams that's expected to win i don't think psg beats them i think their best chance is to beat a team like rogue but rogue is also playing for so much to like get out of that group um here my strategy for this group honestly pretty much just a straight up 
October 9th parlay, Damn One First Tower, JD Gaming First Tower, Rogue First Tower, all against PSG because they're rating at zero. I don't think they get any map control, and I'm pretty sure they're just going to get smoked for the last day. And while it's a shame that the team's going to have to go out 0-6, it, it, it's very likely, in my opinion. Are we going to let the parlay kid just go ham on this yeah, next well, I round? Mean, he just wants, to, we, he just wants to hammer it. He's like, I don't think it's smart to take a six-way favorites parlay, but I do think it's smart to take a three-way favorites first tower parlay. <laughs> it is. I mean, you look at the numbers. They back me up. It's small sample size, and I'm abusing it, but it's whatever. Um, we're not going to talk about that part of it. It's just, you know, I like well, we're, money. We're, ne- we're never going to get a big sample size, right? It's, that's no. The, uh, Right now, we're having to go off what we have. I mean, we've talked about this before. That's the whole issue with Worlds. Like, you're never going to get a big sample size of this like world competitive stage. So how do you really know who stacks up against who? But I think it's pretty much sorted itself out at this point to us. Like, It's very clear who the dominant teams are. If you do a, if you do a six, what is it, six? Yeah, six-team money line parlay for the day, 4.87. But I do think JD you, might be. Yeah, who do you have on the back end of that? Because I've got JD over damn one. Do you? See, I, yeah. I'm just doing favorites straight up, it was 4.87. But if you think JD can pull it out, then it also goes to 7.55. And now it's a little bit more interesting. Yeah, we'll have to discuss that one after the show. <laughs> um, Gotta lose some more money, guys. Yeah, probably not. I've never been wrong Short ever. memories. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 it takes money to win money, Nikki. Yeah. That's what they all say. That's exactly. That's uh. That's what Bed Three Six Five puts on all their t-shirts. But I love it. Paid. I'm with it. I'm. I. I don't think like you know. I. It. I stand by what we were talking about last week because, and it. It goes back to also this week. The. The odds last week on the favorites was so shit. We're talking about like one point two, one point one. Like I mean, even if I'm gonna look across the board here now, we're looking at. JD Gaming, 1.31, Damn One, 118, JD Gaming, 117, Rogue, 154. Like, fine, 154 is starting to get better, but there's a lot of them that's just not great. Whereas the upset odds are still so excellent um, that if you get one of those, you're covering so much and you, you're making a lot. Uh, it just didn't work out that way last week. I don't know if this week... I think, unfortunately, we've seen a little bit too much stability. Um, and I do just think that during the season, we were doing a lot of... When we were betting across NA and EU, we recognized that EU was really chaotic, whereas on the flip side, NA was very consistent. And that's how, how we managed to bet across. And we made money in both on both regions in that sense by identifying that trend. This week, I, I think, you know, week one just kind of showed us actually the better teams are really going to win it. So... I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to I'm going to look for little advantages like Rogue being a 1.56 and I'm just going to take that. I'm going to put a little bit of money, try and recoup some of the losses from last week. Uh, you know, dry my tears with with hopefully a nice a nice little favorites wins across the board and then I'm going to look towards playoffs. Um when when I think the big money will be happening. I think yeah, I I agree with that and the stability, you know, it's an issue when you're betting to an extent because, I mean, we all remember the days when we saw Schalke uh, come up in the LEC and just start ruining teams across the board. 
we didn't have faith initially, and those odds were insane. I'm talking like six fours for them to win best of ones, like against teams that they were just beating pretty handedly um, that late in the season. And I don't think people saw that. And then eventually, once you get on the train, I mean, like they were still underdogs for the rest of the season. We loved that, but that's the instability you you crave as a better right. Um, the problem definitely is stability, and then you open yourself up to parlays, which you need more value from. And then like, well, shit, the one underdog hit and I missed on every other bet. But I think we can probably move into group D or group B from here. Sorry. Um, or so- sorry, group C even. My bad. Fanatic, Gen G, LGD, TSM. We talked about this a little bit, right? Um, LGD having a rough time in the play-in and then all of a sudden two and one in their group uh, playing pretty well, like across the board. And there's also free SM um, at the bottom of that group, handing everybody a win. So thoughts. Uh, it's not, Um, I, I think the thoughts there are just that at the moment, the, the odds are great on TSM, but they're trash. So I don't believe in that. Actually, I think Group C is probably one of the best groups for a better because you're getting things like Fnatic versus LGD. Fnatic's giving you 2.04. LGD's giving you 1.78. So that that's great odds. Again, LGD versus Gen G. LGD getting 2.54. Gen G's getting 1.52. So even if you, you are taking the favorites, you're getting some pretty good odds across the board there. Um, and so that that just, that's again, like going back to what I was saying, I'm. I still think that we're going to have Gen G getting out with Fnatic. I don't know if LGD is gonna make it out. Um, and I think maybe maybe I just have that Korean bias. I just believe in them yeah, too much. You're 100 uh, biased. Yeah. Well, we, none of you are talking. It's just, what's with this limp dick well, bullshit okay. from you Here's guys? This whole podcast. It's so I'm, like I. I'm, I'm just I'm sitting here trying to bring the hype, back. and you guys are like, oh no, but yeah, you know, like. Oh, Here's my thing. Know. All right, listen. EU's garbage. Um. <laughs> so, let's talk about this. It's it's Gen G and LGD making it out of this group. We're not even going to mention the NA team. They're not even worth talking about. TSM absolute garbage. Bjergsen can't carry you everywhere. That's that's the lesson that's been learned. Fanatics not making every it out worlds, of the by the way. Every world, huh? it's the same thing. Yeah, you can't. You Bjergsen can't carries your ass in North America, and then you get to worlds, and people just punish you, and the poor guy looks depressed. It doesn't work elsewhere. Um, nobody's gonna let like no Chinese or t- Korean team is gonna let a single player beat them. I think that's been made clear. Hmm. LGD is getting out of this group. Fnatic is not. Um, why? The why thing for me. That? So. Here's the here's the thing we have we have the LGD experience of being already this year in the situation where they need to win games and they get it done, and they're gonna do it again. Um, also, Fnatic, Fnatic were trash all season, got to playoffs and then played really well. You might be correct about and they, that, and they are still playing really well. So I think they have the momentum. I think they understand these last couple of patches. I think they know how they're playing, and the team is showing up. And it, and they they're a team that has world's experience. Yeah, who'd they lose to though? <laughs> First time through, who'd they lose to? Because it wasn't Gen G, and it goddamn well wasn't TSM. I mean, nobody lost mm. to them, of course. Yeah. So who yeah, was it? I, I'm, I'm. You know what? That's. Uh, we'll have to look into that after the episode. 
Um, because at the moment, it's for some reason, it's just not coming up on my screen. Yeah, uh, you just can't yeah. see it. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, I feel it's rough. I don't know. Listen, I have a lot of faith in them because I picked them early, so maybe I am biased, but I also, I you know what, I believe in the peanut. I think he's gonna get the job done when when it comes to it in the jungle. So that's just me. I mean, I'm. I'm hey, what, I'm what about? Biased. Okay, but you know, here here it is. Let's. What does Chris think? Because whatever he thinks, I'm just going to go against because he's always wrong. So, <laughs> it. Fair enough. So here's what I'm going to say. I do believe Fnatic's going to go through. If you look at their statistics, 100% first blood rate. Fucking love that. Welcome I to the team, that, Nikki. I know that when Fnatic Shit. is playing ESM or when Fnatic's playing LGD or when they are also going to be beating Jinji, I just want to take first bloods. I love it. It's great. A lot of great statistics around that. First tower, 100% rate. Again, I'm just going to start hammering Fnatic first tower against all the teams. But I do think, Nikki, you've made a very, for the first time, savvy and educated comment early on that in this case, you should just be taking the upsets across the board against, except for against TSM. So you should be taking LGD over Genji because that's 100% possible. And you're is paying out a 2.54. You should definitely be taking um, Fnatic 2.04 over LGD. You should definitely be taking uh, Fnatic over Gen G. I think at 2.52. And like that's just great value. The value, the value bets in groups C are, are excellent. Absolutely. No, I'm not saying group go B. I'm not that that's doesn't right. make sense. But group C, it's so good. A hundred percent agree. And so TSM is somehow getting respect. Honest to God, they're, they're actually with their value, like at TSM only at 2.68 to beat LGD. You know, the, the problem is TSM's going to win one of these. They're not going to go out 0 and 6. I would stay away from T- TSM matches. I don't think it's worth betting the favorites, even though the, the value is pretty good there. But I would start looking into those statistics, start playing off that. You know, again, Fnatic to have 100% first blood and first tower. Could it completely revert to the mean? Of course. But those are statistics that clearly show that what they're focusing on. And that's where I want to be uh, betting. All right. Way too educated for me. I'll tell you what pays. Of course. <laughs> Here's, here comes oh, the so, young and dumb train. And so, <laughs> are you on the record? On the record. I will say it here. I do think Fnatic and LGD get out, which is kind of an upset, right? For uh, Jinji not to make it through. But I do think LGD clutch up when it matters. They've shown it before. And I think Fnatic just fall their way into, you know, success. Not only are they going to clutch up, but they are going to go 3-0 and on wow. October 10th. Wow. Mark that. And I'm I'm betting on it with a parlay on the side. <laughs> Six six five odds for them to go three and zero against these teams. Underrated two point five four odds against Gen G. As we already said, the value's there. They're doing it. I like you guys don't understand. It's gonna happen. You know what? I'm um, going to put twenty bucks down right now against you that that won't happen. That they don't go three and zero. And they don't go three and zero. All right, I'm down. Let's, down let's yeah, All mark right. that. This no, is no. public. You guys can hear it. Scooters one to one, of course. Bucks. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make you pay out at six six five, but you know the book will. Um, I think pay out at six six five if he wants to put twenty on it. Yeah, maybe I should just do that myself, and then we all make money, I guess. 
Uh, <laughs> to be fair, somebody else pay for this. <laughs> um, no, nah, I, I think you guys have some good points about the group, but I do think we disagree on who's going to get out, which is important. I mean, like, you know what? We all have our picks and we all have our faith elsewhere because part of betting is just watching games and really feeling like who has the upper hand, right, moving forward. Um, and I think that is somewhat important for Group D, even though it feels kind of resolved early. If we were having this sense. debate, like, okay, so jumping to Group D, and, and like for the recap, because I feel like it was a bit messy. Basically, in Group B, we think the favorites are going to win, which is Damwon, JD, maybe Rogue pulls up an upset, but we don't have that much faith in it. Group C, that's a better's dream. Either way, are you going for the value bets in the upsets, which are completely possible between Gen G, Fnatic, and LGD? Or even if you're staying safe, you can get some really good like 1.5 odds on the favorites. Group A is messy at the moment. It's happening at the moment, so that, that will be good. And now we're going into just Group D, which is top esports at 3-0, DRX, Two wins, one loss, FlyQuest, one win, two losses, and then Unicorns of Love sitting at the bottom with three losses. We were talking about this. Do we think that top esports or damn ones performing better? I mean I, who's the stronger? <clears throat> who's the who is stronger? It's I'm biased. You know you know who I'm gonna say. I yeah. think it's damn one. Yeah. But it, and I would say it's Dan Juan because of the competition level, right? Like they're playing JD, who people on this podcast have wanted to wager on winning worlds. Like they're a very, very top level Chinese team. Rogue, again, a very strong team. Um, young, as Nikki has mentioned, but still like they're for real. They're not just uh, scrubs. Look down at group D. Derek's obviously very good. Nothing, no, no qualms there. I've always been a bit skeptical of FlyQuest. Obviously, they did an amazing job getting two worlds. Um, Power of Evil, Santorin, you know, were really fucking clutching up during uh, the NA playoffs. And then Unicorns of Love, not as much appreciation there. So it, it does seem pretty fair from a group perspective, but I guess I would just slightly give the nod of JD over DRX and Rogue over FlyQuest. Call me by my name when you say that people on this podcast <laughs> yeah. wanted to bet yeah. on JD winning it all. Let's be clear. It was me. I still have faith in that. Um, my thing is I have certainly pigeonholed myself by my rant last time on the last episode about FlyQuest being fraudulent. And as they have proven to be, they are. Um, one and two in their group with unicorns of love at oh and three. The thing is for me, I mean, while DRX probably isn't as good as JD, um, to be fair, as like the tier, the second tier team in that group, I do think that FlyQuest and unicorns of love are better competition than Rogue and PSG. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm a little bit off about Rogue versus FlyQuest, but like as three four competition combined, like level wise. I do think they're a little bit better and a little bit more difficult to beat, um, which makes me think that top has been playing better in those games. But at the same time, like the second tier competition level isn't it's not JD and they don't have to beat them. And Damwon has proven that they can beat them. However, I do think that JD will beat Damwon come time. Um, it's just it's the question of like of the competition more than it is the team, which is really interesting. 
I don't know. I'm taking – I'll probably have to take Damwon here and agree with you because, um, I mean, I already I already qu- called FlyQuest fraudulent and everything and ranted about that for long enough, which they are also. Like, can we get some credit there? I mean, too much faith. No, Nikki, FlyQuest Nikki is not – no, 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 I'm going to jump in. FlyQuest is a solid team. They've done really well. <laughs> the reality is is that NA was never going to be great. Like, just let's be honest. Unfortunately, I think Team Liquid maintained is, is, has been the best team in NA. Yeah, they lost and in the end there. And I just think they kind of, they slipped up. They kind of lost focus and stuff like that. But I do think they are a better team um, than TSM um, and FlyQuest. I think FlyQuest is fine, but when you're looking at NA and the level of competition and, and what it was like during playoffs compared to the other regions... They're just, they're just, it's, it, this is not a, a good year for NA. It's, it sucks, it's, but whatever. It, it's just, it's just the way it is. It's like, I'm not gonna, I, I'm not someone who just shits on NA. I think NA is better than some people uh, kind of give them credit for, but it is a region and there's ebbs and flows. It's a real shame about Cloud9, but like they shot the bed. They don't deserve anything. Um, and the other teams, well, we're seeing Team Liquid do pretty well today. So there's a real chance they get out of groups. Outside of that, I didn't, I, I you know, I wasn't exactly holding my breath that FlyQuest was going to get out with DRX and top. So things are going exactly where I expected them to be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think by any means you're a, you're a, guy that sits in the twitch chat and goes na flash keck w like all that shit <laughs> um no that Little would do I, you know yeah when, I, when I, I wouldn't have a horrible here. week of betting i like to <laughs> let off some steam with some nice uh twitch chat toxicity you know thank you power of evil my bet didn't hit power of poo <laughs> <laughs> no i i think i guess looking across the board from what we've like kind of talked about we have like predominantly Chinese and Korean teams just coming out of groups. Besides, I think Chris has Fnatic in LGD, which is an interesting prediction. Um, yeah, now I'm really torn. Now I'm because I actually, you know, I was thinking about it. I, yeah. I, I really feel Fnatic's getting out. And then I was like, maybe LGD does beat actually uh, Gen G. But then Chris goes and says it. Now I'm, I'm cursed. It's going to be, you, you know, what's going to happen now. Now it's going to be Gen G and TSM that get out. TS, t- yeah, TSM t- is going to get t- out because that's the one team that Chris said couldn't get out, and one hundred percent they're out. Now. I mean, could you imagine? <laughs> Sorry, when I say out, they're getting out of groups, not out of the tournament. Yeah, but could you imagine? I mean, I if mean, they were one, Chris well, said it. Fade my pick. yeah, yeah. I guess, I, I guess if Chris says it, we have to go the opposite. To give you guys, give you guys a little bit of a behind the scenes after Chris said that. Scoot was all uptight. He was like, "You shouldn't say that." Oh no! And little did he know, it was arguably the best betting advice that we've ever given. Honestly, yeah, that, that you know what, I was wrong. I'm not gonna lie. The best piece of advice that we've ever given was on the first episode. Um, fade Chris Bliven. I, I guess moving forward for me, I will talk a little bit of strategy here. But you guys already know what I'm gonna say. It's Going into the game, finding your towers, your bloods, whatever. I also like betting on kills. I I, I enjoy it. I think it's interesting. Um, it's like a point spread in the NBA. Find that value, and then, I mean, everybody knows what to do with it. You have to parlay it just to create more. 
because we always need more. That's the moral of the story. You just always need more. Um, I, I literally have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> talking about talking about deriving all Basically, the money. You can group D, like Group B, is is shit for betting. Um, it sucks. So it. the I'm reality at, is, look, if you I'm want, looking. like we talked about, Fnatic, First Blood, First Tower, that's a great bet. Nam won First Blood, First Tower, First Dragon, that's a great bet. But the reality is, this second week of groups is not going to be amazing for betting. But, like, I'm looking at the statistics, right? Like, you can get Unicorns of Love at 67% first bloods. So what's that mean? It means they got two of their three. Even though they're 0-3, they still got first blood two out of three. But then you look in the in the uh, odds for Unicorns of Love first blood, and it fucking pays terrible. It's only, like, 2.23, and that's, like, yeah. not at all, not at all worth putting any amount of money on. Uh, because they could easily revert to form and just get absolutely demolished. Um, I think I would, I would just freaking parlay top beating literally everyone again because they're very, very, you know, Scoot's over here trying to do a three-way parlay of LGD 3-0. I'm ready to just do a uh, top esports, basically a favorite a favorites parlay for all of these. It's ones where... DRX beating FlyQuest, top beating Unicorn, DRX beating Unicorn, top beating FlyQuest, and then leaving DRX versus top, don't want to touch it. Leaving FlyQuest versus Unicorns of Love, don't want to touch it. It only pays off 174, but it seems like a fucking lock to me. The thing about LGD and why I think that's a good parlay is that they do have really good odds in the group that they're in, and I have a lot of faith in them to actually do that. Um, well, I mean, like, it is a locked-up 174. It's also, like, it's not a lock, right, at the end of the day, and that's, like, the scariest part of all of it. Um, and then, like, at that point, you're just kind of putting value out there on the line, which is, you know, always always a risk, but I kind of agree with you to an extent. Um Personally, I guess personal recaps here, like what you guys think are good bets. Um, I'll go ahead and give mine just because off the top of my head, I've kind of been thinking about it a little bit. I do legitimately think it's a good idea to pretty much fade like PSG first towers in their group. I don't think anybody's giving them space to like pull any bullshit. Um, and as you've seen, like across the board, their rates are zero. I also am in that group betting on Damwon to pretty much take a first tower off everyone um as they've proven to those will probably be individual bets whereas like uh other teams getting towers on psg would probably be a good parlay to put together because i think rogue will have good odds on the end of that um and then i mean really across the board there's not a great group of course i'm taking the lgd uh three-way three and oh parlay to to bust out of groups um and that's about it. Those are my main two that I really that I really like. But I do think moving forward, at least for the rest of the group stages, it's a really good idea to find value in your favorites because they're probably going to get the job done um, and parlay it together. That's just that's what I think. I'm uh, I'm sketchy on. I don't think the value is being really given around the parlays at the moment. I just don't, I don't think they're giving the odds where it's worth the risk reward. Um, so uh, to be honest this week, I'm sitting it out. Uh, there's just nothing that's outside of group C. Sorry. I'm not sitting it out. I'm going to, I'm going to go through group C. Like we said, you know, between fanatic, 
between LGD and Gen G, we think take I'm I'm saying take the upsets. The rest of them, I I just I just think it's gonna be a bit of a mess. Um I'll throw down though there are a couple of them where the favorites have a good good reward to over 1.4, 1.5. So I'll throw that throw that in to get a you know a bit of that free money. Um but yeah that that's i'm i'm saying safe this week i think it it's not it's not worth risking it across the parlays just for the sake of it i'm ready to uh go ham i don't take weeks off nikki this is fucking bullshit out of you and i'm uh, honestly embarrassed to be on this podcast with you at this point Listen, you fair, fair enough to be soft rather, um, I'd rather i would rather lose money and have fun doing it then oh i just want to sit there and be careful pew, pew, pew. the Damn text on. you sent me crying when you lost yeah. the money last week begged to differ the, look everyone goes through moments of weakness this is clearly yours but this is just embarrassing Damn on gonna go clear up um six and zero, calling it because they're the best team in the entire game right now as I said from the beginning, when I wanted to bet on them to win it all, you know, classic Blivs, nailing it yet again. <laughs> um, I think Rogue finishes at an amazing two and four. So good job to them for beating PSG. Uh, group B doesn't interest me. To your point, Nikki, Group C is by far the most interesting. I would love to bet on. I do like Scoot's um, LGD three-way wins parlay i think that's a fun one to do for a great value and they just fucking clutch up when it matters and i I love that out of them um so betting the upsets across the board except for tsm because they're not going to do anything they i think they've already boarded the plane to head back to the u.s i'm not i can't confirm that but i'm pretty sure i saw them exiting no yeah i read a i I know they they want to stay in china because it's safer than going back to the u.s at the moment that is true uh i actually would want to go to china myself and then in the last group again kind of like group b i think you're going to see top and drx just wipe up and so Maybe there's some fun parlays that we can do between Group D and Group B where we're taking Damwon and Top across the board, just wins um, on like a as many teams as the betting public will let us string together for something that'll probably pay out 2.2. <laughs> yeah, for me, A is G2 Liquid, B is Damwon JD, C, Genji LGD, D, Top and DRX, of course, it's really hard to predict. It's really hard to get past those two. I mean, they're just gonna wipe up. Um, yeah, it's it's so hard to bet on some of this stuff. I mean, like they're just not giving the odds as they shouldn't, and like the stability is there to justify it, which makes our jobs a little bit more difficult. But I do think that we've had some good ideas in terms of like how to derive value, and uh, I think there's been a presentation of a few different strategies. And I mean, you can either make money or apparently take the weekend off um not sure nikki <laughs> what i mean like okay i said i i spoke too soon i did say i'm betting on group c but no, you know I'm like it's betting smart and then there's betting dumb I'm, I'm messing with you i'm messing with you yeah I, I think at its core betting is supposed to be fun and entertaining which is part of the reason that we started this podcast um and yes you can make money doing it which is also really fun to do so you can also lose a lot of money. You can if you, <laughs> yeah, 
was if you uh, if you bet yeah, uh, yeah. straight up upsets last week. Yeah, you, you, tested, you tested both of those hypotheses, and yeah. let me confirm they are both true. Yes, but and and also we've tested which one we prefer, and I prefer winning. That's definitely it. Whereas you guys prefer playing and losing. That's fair. You know what? You know so, what? You know. That's I'm good. willing to put it all on the line for a shot at the title. That's what you've. That's what you figured out at this point. Except you've never um, come close. I don't know. We'll that's see. the issue. That's we'll the see. issue. You've never come close. That's false. Whereas all when right. we ran the COD betting, you guys, I beat you day one, and I beat you so bad that you guys called off the whole thing uh, and, and refused to give me my crown. That's all I know. Nikita, you I know. fired up a booter for cod champs just to win a silly challenge yeah like that's still waiting for my 20 bucks you know what if if anything i've realized that you you'll do whatever it takes to win exactly. and i, I respect win that. mentality that's what yeah sure doing. sure and on that uh, note follow us on twitter at gold underscore advantage join the discord i'm gonna start streaming in the next two weeks as well not gonna plug that here because it's not the right place um but yeah, so, I mean, I disagree. I think these thirsty thoughts will definitely follow you. Uh, yeah, we'll see about that. Um, see you I'm not sure about some uh, some games in those cutoff hoodies. Nah, I got I got some I got some more fire um, up here. So don't worry about it. I'll look good on stream. <laughs> look, don't worry. We, we I'm not tuning. If it has sleeves, I'm not watching. Okay, that's all I know. Really? If I can't see you flex after every kill. It's not worth All it. All right. I mean, listen, I can own get that the, done. For you. Don't worry. you need, this, you need to be uh, the sleeveless angle. gamer. Yeah. Own, this, own the sleeveless angle. It's your only angle yeah. you're going to have. So. All right. Well, appreciate all y'all listening, of course, to episode 14 of the Gold Advantage. Again, follow us on Twitter at Gold underscore Advantage. I'll let these guys wrap it up with their final thoughts. I'll see you later. This Here week live. sucked. Last week sucked. I'm looking forward <laughs> to playoffs. Uh, toodaloo. Goodbye.